You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! The Daily Music Business Podcast. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Daily Music Business Podcast. I'm today's host, Monica Strutt, and today we're talking about being a leader in your scene. So we all know that it can feel really, really hard to stand out in your local scene when the market is oversaturated, you feel like maybe you're competing for bigger support slots, that sort of thing, and this concept is completely going to change your perspective and also change, you know, your visibility within your local scene. So as someone who has been in a band for many, many years, it can be easy to kind of get stuck in the trap of looking around to seeing what your peers are doing in order to figure out how to move forward. But this is really not the best strategy for a couple of reasons. The first reason is that typically within local scenes, there's a lot of talk about the fact that bands don't make money. And that's because there always is those couple of bands who have maybe been doing it a long time, maybe a bit older, who seem to just go round and round on the local level and never seem to do anything bigger. And that sounds a little bit harsh, but unfortunately, some of the attitudes of the people who haven't quite been able to get off the local level, you know, and that's like, you know, some people are happy just going around on the local level there. I mean, this music industry podcast is for bands that kind of want to travel the world and take music more seriously and do it as a career. So I don't think I need any disclaimers or anything like that. But some of the attitudes of people that maybe haven't hit the goals that they wanted to in their career can kind of rub off negatively on the younger bands coming through. And I remember when I was first starting out in one of my bands, I used to look a lot to the older bands who had been doing it for many years and I would kind of emulate what they were doing. And I really, really looked up to some of these older musicians. And as I was saying, sometimes the attitudes of the bands who have been going around and around on a local level and haven't really sort of made it past that glass ceiling can be negative. So you don't make money in music, everything's rigged and, you know, the music industry isn't what it used to. Those sorts of beliefs are really detrimental to your productivity as a young band. And that's because you'll sort of just accept that this is the way it is without looking for alternatives or ways around some of these perceived obstacles. And I remember one particular turning point was when I noticed a band that I was close with hire a professional videographer to do a super, super professional video clip for them. And up until then, a lot of the local bands that I had been hanging around with had been doing sort of more DIY video clips, or maybe they didn't even have video clips at all for the most part. So the fact that one of my peers had invested in a professional videographer, I was like, wow, this is amazing. I can totally see that my band should be doing something similar. 
Another memory that springs to mind is back when I was first starting, I hadn't really heard of a lot of bands in my local scene touring. Mind you, this is something that I always wanted to do and always intended on doing. And I remember just going out on a limb and spending months and months and months planning this tour to a neighboring state and planning a bunch of shows and the lineups and everything. In fact, that tour, I definitely bit off more than I could chew. I actually decided to put on an all ages show, which requires like public liability insurance and security and everything. It was very, very stressful, but I remember spending months and months and months planning this tour. We went on this tour and it was so much fun. Like we had an absolute ball of a time and memories that we'll absolutely have for life of this first tour that we did. And that was definitely one point in my music career where I felt like a leader in the local scene. And a lot of our friends bands then went ahead to do their own research and go ahead and book their own small tours after that, which was really cool to see. Another thing that's really, really important when you're first starting out and really want to stand out amongst the other local bands is you really, really need to be staying on top of trends. So I don't mean you have to do what's fashionable, do what's cool. I mean, staying on top of trends in terms of marketing trends and ways to make money within the music industry. For example, one of the trends that I've noticed recently is print on demand merch. So whilst bands aren't touring, aren't playing shows, merch has really become such a backbone in terms of the way that a lot of bands and musicians are making money. So a lot of artists I've seen are actually putting out seasonal collections of merch using print-on-demand websites, and that is really keeping them afloat. This also means keeping on top of the latest streaming platforms and the way that people are consuming music. I mean, TikTok has absolutely blown up, especially during isolation. I feel like, you know, TikTok has really gotten severely on people's radar, which is really, really funny. I know that I was definitely late to the TikTok train uh, until COVID hit, and then I'm now utterly obsessed. So you can go follow me on TikTok. I'm just at Monica Strutt. Come follow me on all my social media channels. But Back to staying on top of trends, you know, it's those bands that don't settle for mediocrity for a lack of a better term. And, you know, I'm not trying to be rude to like any local bands or anything like that. But if you really want to stand out of the pack, you have to be looking to bands that are ahead of you and who are bigger and see how you can apply the things that they're applying in their music career to your music career. Now, there's obviously going to be a lot of things that aren't applicable to smaller artists or smaller bands, such as, you know, Taylor Swift did a surprise drop recently and 100% do not recommend that any smaller artists do that. Even bigger artists sometimes can't get away with surprise drops, but Taylor Swift is obviously, you know, she's a rock star of our generation, so she can totally get away with it. So sometimes there may be stuff that isn't applicable to you, but there definitely is a lot of stuff that can be applied. And I've said it once, I've said it again, but one of the best ways to stand out is really just to up the quality of your content. So up the quality of your promo photos, of your videos, of your lyric videos, visualizers, like all of your aesthetics that go along with your music, the better quality your aesthetics are, the better impression your music is going to make. It's as simple as that. And again, I think it's one of those things where a lot of local artists or local bands kind of get caught in the trap of seeing what other local bands are doing and maybe 
maybe they don't have like photos or videos that really wow you. And so they kind of settle and opt to save the money and just get something that is, you know, adequate. And I'm not saying that you have to spend a lot of money to get high quality stuff, but generally you do have to spend a little bit of money. Um, you know, if you're just paying a couple hundred dollars for a video clip, I really can't imagine that that will be up to 2020 standards. So that is definitely something to think about. And the last example I have is for my business. So for those who don't know, I'm a marketing and release strategy consultant for up and coming bands, typically in the heavy alternative genres. So I help bands plan their releases. We usually work together for three months and we plan out their releases, all their marketing. And I kind of come on as a manager, but more like a consultant for the period of time that we're working together and guide them through the process so that they can get the absolute most out of their new music. Because you can spend all the money in the world on a great video, great recordings, and you can write the best songs in the world. But if no one hears it, there's absolutely no point. So I basically help artists get their music out into the world as effectively as possible. So when I started my business, I did not know anyone that was doing what I wanted to do. I didn't know anyone that wanted to coach bands in marketing and release strategy and social media and branding and that sort of thing. I really, yeah, had no one to kind of look up to and be like, I want to do that. And for those who don't know as well, I have a seven year background in music journalism. And so I'd acquired so much knowledge. I'm a digital marketer in my day job or was my day job. I work for myself now. So I had this journalism, digital marketing background. Plus I'd been in local bands for years and I'd pretty much made every mistake in the book, but I'd also been in a band that had really, really started to break through that glass ceiling, get some really, really cool opportunities and industry interest. So with all these powers combined, I wanted to help other bands kind of break through as well. I'd seen so many of my peers give up on their dreams way too early and it breaks my heart, honestly. So the way it all started was I started to get DMs from people I knew and often people I didn't even know when I was starting to raise my profile as a music journalist and they saw that I was good at social media and whatnot and they asked, you know, usually questions about how their band can do better on socials. So I started putting together YouTube videos that then turned into a blog and I had a blog for around a year and then it turned into my podcast, which is the Being in a Band podcast. So definitely go check that out. And when I first started, you know, with the YouTube videos and with blog posts and whatnot, I didn't have any mentors within the industry to tell me I was doing a good job. Like this is purely stuff that I'd learned and that I'd trialed and tested or information that I'd gotten from going to industry events and networking and just knowing more and more people that actually worked on the business side of the industry. But I didn't really have any mentor telling me that, yes, the information that you're sharing is correct. Uh, You're doing a great job and it's well received. I really had to back myself and put myself out on a limb in order to kind of pursue the path that I wanted to pursue, which was to help local bands reach the next level. There was obviously a lot of fear involved and it can be really, really scary when you, you know, try something new or, you know, start even standing out from the crowd. Other artists may look at you and think, you know, who the fuck do they think they are? At the end of the day, you have to back yourself and 
I'm telling you now, if you compare yourself to other people, you are doomed to fail. The only person I compare myself to is myself because I know the standards that I am capable of and no one knows what you're capable of except for you. So do not compare yourself to any other band in the local scene, any other business. And I'm now at the point where the bands that I've worked with have gone on to get Spotify playlisting, have gone on to then sign to management deals, booking agency deals, labels, They've significantly increased their presence on social media and absolutely slaying it. I, of course, use all the techniques that I teach in my own band, and we've had some really, really great results, especially with Spotify. And in turn, over, you know, especially in the past year or so, I've had so many of my colleagues within the music industry, managers, and other people within the industry that I looked up to and was actually a little bit scared of what they might think of me actually reach out to me. Sometimes it's people that I've spoken to before before. Other times it's people that I've just kind of admired their careers from afar. So many of these types of people reach out to me and just congratulate and encourage me and that sort of thing. And getting on the Daily Music Business podcast was absolutely a key milestone in that because I deeply, deeply respect a lot of the other hosts and the organizers of this podcast. And to be also on the Jabjaw Media Network is also a really, really incredible milestone and a huge validation. But I would have never got any of that if I didn't first back my myself. The point of this episode is really just to let you know that if you want to stand out, you have to be a leader. You have to think outside the box and the only competition that you have is yourself because only you know your potential. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, make sure that you press that subscribe button. Also come over to my podcast, the Being in a Band podcast. If you're interested in learning about my band coaching packages, then hit me up at contact at monicastrut.com or come send me a DM on any of my socials. I'm Mon- Monica Strutt everywhere. Stay safe and I'll speak to you next week. Bye. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Hey, this is Chris Swinney, formerly of the Ataris and currently host of that one time on tour, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Have you ever wondered what it's really like on the road? The highs can be euphoric, but the lows can be crushing. Join me every week as I chat with industry pros about what it's like living out their wildest dream and in some cases, their worst nightmare. Past guests of the show include members of NoFX, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and more. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com.